Have you ever yawned so wide that it hurts your jaw? Yes. Yeah, that just happened to me. <laughs> just like I, I can like, like I can like feel it in my chin almost. Yeah. Yeah. It like tenses you get like a Charlie horse or whatever kind of Yeah, is that what it is? Like I've never really known what it was other than that it stinks and that it hurts a lot. <laughs> it it feels like the same type of thing to me. Yeah, I'm sure we're talking so, about the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've had it when I've like been eating an apple. Oh yep, I've had that once or twice as well. And then, like, ugh, yeah, and, like, to get rid of it, you just gotta, like, try to stretch the muscle. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, if you do it at d- lunch at work, you end up making this stupid <laughs> face, and everyone's like, what the <laughs> F is wrong with you? Because, yeah. like, it, it's it's weird because you don't, like, at least for me, I don't feel many muscles in my jaw. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like a muscle. It almost feels like the bone itself is reacting. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, you know, if I get a leg cramp, which I used to get a lot, it, there's something actionable. I can feel mm-hmm. what's hurting. I can kind of attack it a little bit. But when it's just like my jaw, it's just, what, what do you do? You know, it's brutal. Mm-hmm. Get out Ooh. a knife and just cut it off. I suppose. I, I suppose that's all that's left to do. I suppose after episode 100, if it happens again, we just have to call it quits. Well, no, at that point, you just got to learn Morse code, and we'll have just a different type of podcast. Mm, maybe I'll just use, like, a text-to-speech. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that'll make you. That'll make your insults of me much less interesting. I really want cheese curds. Oh. It's been on my mind. I Well, Culver's in general has been on my mind for a while, and I did make mm-hmm. a brief pit stop to a Culver's outside of Denver. Um, when I was driving back. And that was kind of a poor choice. Uh, there's a reason that McDonald's is the king of uh, fast food for a car. Because there's mm-hmm. so little that, like, it's, if you just get basic stuff, not a lot goes on there. It's pretty hard to make a real big mess. Um, oh, gosh. Did you try to eat Culver's in a car? I did. Well, oh, the, the mistake Christ. that I made is that... I didn't, I wasn't thinking of the, um, what would result when I requested lettuce and tomato on the burger. Yeah. Because most of the time when I go to Culver's, I actually, I often don't get anything extra because it costs extra, which is kind of dumb to get, to have to pay like a dollar for lettuce and tomato. So most of the time I just kind of forego it. But this time I was like, you know what? I kind of want lettuce and tomato. And then I got it and I was like... I really don't want to sit in a parking lot and eat this, so I'm just going to go. And then I go, and I'm like, well, this was a terrible idea, as I get lettuce everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, but the fries were good, but now I want cheese curds and custard. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I almost I almost took a sneaky trip to Culver's the other day. Ooh, a sneaky trip. A sneaky trip, but uh, the, so you know the Culver's in Plymouth by the high school? Mm-hmm. Um, when you take a right into it, either you have to like take another right to go to the Culver's or just kind of go straight to go onto the Super America. Mm-hmm. The line for the drive through was backed up to that intersection, <gasps> basically. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was, it was definitely like probably close to 15 cars in line for Culver's Holy at like noon on a Saturday. 
long yeah. line. Yeah. <laughs> and people were like still getting into it. The car in front of me got into that line. Oh but I, I suppose nobody has anything better to do right now mm-hmm. is my guess. But who knows? Yeah. But still that sounds a... so good. We're having burgers tonight. And I was I, jo- I was kind of half joking with my parents. I asked, uh, well, what are we having like with the burgers? And my dad snarkily replied, well, lettuce, tomato, pickle. And I was like, no, no, no. What sort of a side are we having? And they kind of looked at me with blank stares because they clearly had no plan to have anything on the side. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, well, what would you like? I was like, I don't know. Honestly, I'd be interested in just driving up to Culver's and buying some cheese curds and coming back. <laughs> but they ended up going to the store and getting like fries and stuff and I'll have some carrots okay. as well. But yeah. yeah, I'm surprised they didn't say, oh, well, Mark, what, what side are you planning on making? <laughs> yeah, well, no, my... Uh, uh, my parents are the kind that prefer to dote, at least my mom, yeah. um, when I come home to visit. Yeah. You know, I do my stuff, but they're definitely... Because you're the special favorite child. I mean, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> Whatever. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'd, I'd make stuff, but how are you doing? How was your weekend? It's been fine. I don't know. I haven't done anything. Yeah. It's been nice because it's been cooler, so that's been a good thing with my attempt to not turn on my heat yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been dying. <laughs> yeah. And I've been actually able to wear, like, clothes in my apartment. <laughs> I assume you mean your AC. Or, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I said my heat, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I haven't had to turn on my AC, and so that's been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I got really, real tired last week just because, like, I wasn't going to bed as early as I should have and mm. waking up earlier than I should have. And so I, I took, like, a three-hour nap today. Sure. From, like, 10 a.m. until 1. Well, good for you. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm living my best life right now, to be honest. Glad to hear it. I'm I'm, I'm a real winner at times, I feel like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, how is it, it now that you've been home for, what, a week? Yeah, that's fine. I, th- I think I'm still adjusting a little bit. A lot of last week was spent trying to figure out uh, some sort of a schedule on how to stay on task while working. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still need to deal with that. So I work on Sunday evenings, as I think I've mentioned before. And uh, I also helped to do an interview for something today. So I'm only working like two hours tomorrow, um, Mm -hmm. which I'm looking forward to. I'm going to go play tennis with Andy, which will be nice. Mm. Um, And just kind of have just a way more chill day. Like there's not much for me to do during those two hours. You know, I'll be around. There's one kind of big thing that I have to just set up. But I don't really have to do much else. Everything else should be um, taken care of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it should be good. And then the rest of the week, yeah, it's just, it is just weird still trying to figure out what time I want to work and what time works for other people. Um, I it, it, it kind of realized that most of my meetings are in the morning. And so shifting my schedule to be working during normal central time hours actually 
seems pretty fine so far. Mm-hmm. I just need to kind of be flexible moving forward. If there is a day where it's like, oh no, you know, we need to have this meeting or whatever, something needs to happen and it needs to happen in the evening. Um, you know, I can still be flexible with that, but I'm almost done with teaching only two more classes. And once that's done, then that's one of the main things that is, that keeps me late on certain days. Mm-hmm. So I'll be very happy once that's all over. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been fine. It's been nice here, so there's that to be said. Yeah. Well, there's been we had a bit of a rainy stretch here, but yeah. ever since then it's been nice. And this weekend it's been nice to be like home during like evening hours so that I can just like go and like sit on my porch with a beer or something and just like chill out. Mm, you know? Nice. That's been real real prime time because mm-hmm. I get I get a I got a nice west-facing balcony or porch or balcony or whatever the heck it's called. Mm-hmm. It's like I get like almost sunset that's Sweet. blocked by a building, but like it's a good good place to sit. Very nice. Yeah, it's nice I mean, just to take a load off and just like be Jay chilling for a hot sec. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. Yeah, I mean, of course, there's you know, I don't want to actually get into this. I don't think either of us would. But there's, of course, the fact that when I came back, I was not anticipating Minneapolis becoming the epicenter of such mm. a, a sequence yes. of events, one might mm-hmm. say. Um, so that's, uh, I don't really, I don't even know. I don't even want to like sum- summarize it in a single word because it just doesn't yeah. do it justice. But it's strange for sure. Just yeah. that, just that, that mental aspect of it, of like wanting to come home to. Mm-hmm. Something that's like, oh, I'm just with friends and family, and it's like kind of a bit normal. And it's uh, the world has just continued to fly off in the direction of anything but normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I because people at work know that I'm from the greater Minneapolis area. I've had multiple mm-hmm. people like come out of their way to come talk to me and ask me about it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what do you expect me to say? You know, yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like the same, like, even though that's like the, the quote unquote start of this particular sequence, it's still happening. Like related stuff is still happening everywhere. Yeah. You know, there's no lack of protests in Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. I know that San Diego has been having them. Um, so it spread pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't I don't uh, feel the need to uh, <laughs> linger on that. I don't think that's okay. where our, our strong suit is. That's fine. Yeah. That's maybe not where your strong suit is, but... Well, know, maybe... maybe <laughs> I don't think that's this podcast's strong suit. I know that we could talk about it, but that one, it put me in a great mood moving towards dinner time. The rest of your evening, yeah. Let's talk about more fun oh, things. God, and then I just get it... Last thing I'll say. Then I get it stuck in my head. I say something like that. Well, yeah, of course it's not fun to talk about, and that's why I don't want to talk about it and privilege and all that. Like, I understand. Everybody, I know that nobody who listens I to this. I could push you down this road. I know that nobody who listens to this is like, you know, judging me for what I'm saying. But I still just like, for the record, feel the need to just make that yeah. uh, claim. Anyway, mm-hmm. other than that, yes, things have been good. I'm looking forward to eating a burger. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, other than Culver's. <laughs> Gosh, I actually this brings me. I haven't had a burger in. Honestly, like 
probably the last time I took like a car driving trip mm-hmm. is probably the last time I've had a burger. But um, well, they're very good. I highly recommend them, Grant. I know. I I can barely <laughs> remember what they're like. But um, no, it brings me back to I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do for dinner, and last time I went grocery shopping, I was looking for some ground beef. Cause like I was like, yo, I haven't had ground beef in a while. Like, let's get some ground beef. And then I noticed, like, hey, ground beef is like hecka expensive right now. And then I noticed that right underneath it, some of the like brand name vegan meat alternatives uh-huh. were on like Uber sale. And I've been meaning to try the Beyond Meat ground beef. Okay, but it's like it's it's like ten bucks a pound normally. Uh-huh. Or something. I'm like, that's crazy. I'm not going to waste my money on that. But this week when I went, it happened to be on like an Uber sale. And the ground beef happened to be Uber extra expensive. And so they were within like 50 cents a pound of each other. Oh. And so I was like, yo, this is my chance to probably like buy this stuff and get to experiment with it and not to be that poor of a financial decision compared with what I was already going to buy. Yeah. But so, so, so I'm trying before, to like before you dive more into it, I just want to comment that on, on like the pricing thing that when I was going to the grocery stores during the start of coronavirus stuff, mm-hmm. it was very interesting to see at least this like small microcosm of my community's view of these meat alternatives. Especially you know mm. Southern California, like you know, there's a lot of very like vegan friendly places. The brewery down the street for me serves. Um, either impossible or beyond burgers. I don't remember which one they serve, but doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Same deal. Mm-hmm. And you go into the grocery store on those days when the meat aisle is completely wiped out. No one's touched those things. They are fully yeah. stocked. Yeah. So that would, uh, fi- they finally were like, all right, I guess we have to lower the price. <laughs> but I'm curious. So have you actually done anything with it or you just, or you just got it and are waiting for the day when you wanted to embark on it? Yeah. So I'm trying to decide what I want to do with it. Okay. Um, I mean, a burger would be a, a good option. I've thought about burgers, but I don't have any, like, easy way to cook burgers. Um, well, what do you mean? You just put them in a, like, you cook them in a pan. Yeah, that's what that's, I do. Oh, gosh. No, I don't Turns even think I can bring fine. myself to do that. Turns out no. just fine. Um, Butter them up. It'll be like Culver's. Oh, gross. No, it's the best. But gross, but delicious. Yeah. So that's, so, that's so then one the, option. Okay. I'm going to guess another option. Okay. A- an option that still feels like a legit way to try this out, but it still still feels like... Bur- the reason that I say burger is just because it seems like it's like going all in. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to treat this as a meat alternative. Yeah. You know, because burgers are like a very like, you know, never have a veggie burger. They're not good. They're not burger al- alternatives. They're just a different thing in a bun. Um. So something like tacos... Yeah, feels like all right. This is a safe choice. It's like maybe I can pretend I can treat it like beef, but there are things like there's you know like sofritas or whatever chipotle. Like mm-hmm. there are things that like exist already in that space, including just having tacos that have no meat alternative. They're just like a thing, just a veggie mm-hmm. thing. Um, but that that seems like a good thing. I assume that was on your mind. Yes, that was that was the option recommended by a vegan coworker of mine okay. who has tried them before. Okay. Third option was making like some either like meatballs or like maybe like bolognese sauce or oh, something. Oh, okay. Yeah, that so that gets that was close to what I was at least the bolognese sauce gets to what I was thinking. Um if it were, you know, 4 months ago, chili 
would mm-hmm. be the the feels like even the most like <laughs> I guess I'll just use this because I bought it as opposed to let's try this as a meat alternative. <laughs> yeah, because like I wanna I wanna like try it. I don't know. I don't know how I want to try it. That's the other thing that I'm considering is like, do I want to split it into like two half pound sections and make like two, multiple things to see how it plays? Because you don't want to so overcommit used, to one thing, <laughs> uh, or more like I want more info than just one thing will okay, give me. Okay, also fair. Yeah, because like I've used, I've gotten a vegan meat alternative before, um, but it wasn't one of the like brand name ones, and while okay. like. The final dish I wasn't super impressed with because I chose something bad to put in it, put it in. Um, mm. But like the general like cooking process of like frying it in a pan at first, it was super interesting to me because it was like it was it was a bit of like the oh god what's it called uh, the in movies like when there's AIs that are like almost like humans but not humans so they're really creepy. Um, I don't know cyborg. I don't know what word you're trying to pull. No, it's it's a psychological term for like how when something gets more and more human-like, it suddenly there's a point where you're like almost human but not human, and it's really creepy. God dang it, what's it called? It's something I know we've talked about before too. But I don't know. Is um, this like a single word? Like you're kind of getting at the idea of like a Turing test, but um. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It does matter, but it's fine. <laughs> it was like it seemed really close, but was almost creepy because it was like just ti- a tiny bit off enough. Overall, it was like really impressive at how much like meat it was. Like if you had told hadn't told me that it wasn't meat, I'm not sure I could have like I would have just you like may have overlooked been, the strangeness. <laughs> yeah, I might have just been like, oh, this is kind of some weird looking meat, or like. Yeah. I don't even know if I would have noticed that it was weird. I would have just been like, oh, this is just some meat. And like, huh. I would have, yeah, overlooked it. Okay. Um, Interesting. And so like now that I'm getting one of the like brand name ones that are actually supposed to be like real good. Like I want to, I want to give it a time to shine and like see what it's actually like. Because normally with like, like veggie burgers and stuff. Honestly, I love a lot of veggie burgers. As long as I don't have it as a hamburger. Mm -hmm. Because it's not the same. So don't try to pretend for it to be the same. Not that it's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but, I think it's not good, but yeah. See, I I think you're just wrong because you're probably treating it wrong. But <laughs> um, that's a whole other thing. Oh, dang it! There's a bug on the inside of my screen window. Oh, it's not worth it. It's too far away. Okay. Anyway, gosh, throw I'm gonna, something at it. No, I'm because I'm gonna break the screen. It's already damaged. <laughs> the uncanny valley. Oh, okay. just came to me. We gotcha. we have. You you do know what that is, right? Well, like I've, like I know the term "uncanny valley." Yes, I wouldn't have pulled it, but it was in the uncanny valley where it was like almost more creepy because of like how meat like it was, but it wasn't. Like I consciously knew that it wasn't meat. Gotcha. Gosh, thank God I remember that. That would have bugged me the whole episode. <laughs> um. But short, short, uh, or long story short, do you haven't uh, tried it yet? Just need to make a plan. Yeah, gotta okay. make a plan. I think I think I'm gonna try to make at least a burger out of it, though. Okay. And then maybe use the rest for something else. Yeah, you can take like a make like a quarter pound burger or something. Yeah, 
a little patty. Yeah. Make a couple of sliders. Mmm. Are you gonna would you would you give me crap for eating it on bread? I mean, I wouldn't like it, but it doesn't matter. You can do what you want. Okay. Just don't tell me about it. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna tell you about it. Uh, what kind of bread? <laughs> Whatever bread I have. But like what okay, kind of not, bread are you liable to have? Not the cinnamon raisin bread. Like yeah, that's probably good. like 12 grain or something. No, I'll make sure to eat up the cinnamon raisin bread first. Ugh. Okay. Before we stop being friends, let's move on to the comic that Wait, I brought. Wait, no, I'm not saying ugh to cinnamon raisin bread as a thing. Oh, I'm just saying ugh okay. to the general idea of you just taking bread and throwing a fake hamburger in between it. Oh my gosh. You are such a pretty boy, aren't you? I am. That's what they call you- me. That's my middle name. So, like, if you just had, like, one burger, would you go out and buy a pack of eight buns just to eat that one burger? This is a dumb question. I would never just have one burger. I would wait. I would go buy more burgers and more buns. <laughs> what? Like, but what if you don't want to eat other burgers other times? Like, I would, eventually. Burger meat lasts a long time if you freeze it. Yeah, but how long do buns last? I don't know. You can throw them in the fridge. You can freeze buns, too. I freeze bread all the time. Well, yeah, but, like, now how much Ugh. freezer space are you taking up for this, like, oh, I can't just have something on bread because I'm a big the, the little amount, sissy the, boy. We've talked about this before, Grant. <laughs> I know. Doesn't matter. It does matter. Uh... <laughs> Grant brought reality check by Dave Whammond. Uh, we have a guy standing in, I don't know, maybe an office talking to a lady. The window's open behind them. There's a nice little potted plant in the corner. The man says, that last guy gave a great interview, but that face tattoo was a huge red flag. And the woman says, what was his tattoo? And the guy says, a huge red flag. And in a large breach of HR protocol, the door is open as the uh, <laughs> man is walking away. Uh, the interviewee is walking away with a tattoo of a flagpole down the side of his face and a billowing red flag that covers most of his forehead and the top of his eyelids. And in the bottom left corner, is a little squirrel saying, beware the flags of March. I think I covered everything. Yeah, you did. First, I want to just reference the fact that's a real hardcore face tattoo. It is. And, like, has terrible placement because it also, like, it goes on his eyelids. Uh Uh-huh. It It definitely looks more like face paint. Yeah. Well, but they say it's a tattoo, so... It A just, like, makes the tattoo look real dumb because the bottom of the, f- like, the top of the flag is all wavy, but then the bottom of the flag is flat when his eyes no, are I open. Bet you, I bet you, like, if he raises his eyebrows and, like, closes his eyelids in quick succession, it makes it looks like look like it's billowing in the wind. Oh, you think? I think so. I don't... Nobody who can get a... Anybody who would get a cool tattoo like that would definitely put in enough thought to make sure that that was true. I... I don't think you you know very much about people who get quote unquote cool tattoos. It, it reminds me of the uh, um, 
Another disclaimer, Daniel Tosh. I don't necessarily disagree with him as a person, but he has some funny bits. And one of them is about tattoos. And he says, you know, people people always say that, you know, if you get some tattoo, what will it look like when you're 80? And he says, no one who's getting tattoos like that is living to be 80. No one's saying, <laughs> oh, yes, who should we go for advice? Oh, to that wise old man with a spider on his cheek tattooed over his nose. Like, <laughs> uh, Okay, so what else are we talking about? Other than the the uh, horrible reality of an eyelid tattoo. Yes. Um. No. So we his tattoos have a big red flag, and like I think mm-hmm. we've maybe we haven't, but I believe in the past we've talked about we've talked about things at least adjacent to like red flags or like things mm-hmm. to avoid in certain types of situations. But I want to talk about like the opposite of that of like green flags, like signs that are like real great and like positive signs mm-hmm. but i also didn't want to press you down a specific route and so i'm gonna force you to choose the next part of the conversation what do you want these green flags to be about do you want them to be like job things or like maybe I don't food know, maybe, things maybe for or... race cars or let's think of some other options <laughs> that aren't stupid um <laughs> hey yes and grant <laughs> We've talked about this. <laughs> I, I didn't. I just yes and you. Oh yes, and let's think of some other ideas that aren't stupid. Uh, um, I acknowledged your idea and pushed us in a better direction. Let's talk about green flags of restaurants because we can't go to them. Yes. Okay. Got any good green flags? Like, are we talking? Uh, I changed the conversation. It's your turn. Okay. Are we thinking like sit down restaurants or like carry out restaurants? Yeah, I would say I'm thinking more along the lines of like, yeah, you walk into a restaurant, specifically the walking in experience, because it's it's so hard these days to figure out Mm -hmm. like reviews of restaurants. What can you actually glean from them? Because it's just it's just so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say you're walking into a restaurant that you were planning to sit down at. What are okay. you looking for? For green flags. Because mm-hmm. like red flags clean. are too easy. That's clean? Uh, no, okay. not even... Honestly, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm having a trouble with this right now because like... You can narrow it down like to specific things because like obviously the thing to clean is like well yeah but there's also like dive bars or greasy diners yeah, and that's stuff. That's what I'm thinking about of like that you just you assume are like probably sanitary but they don't look clean. Yeah, like like tabletops and stuff being clean. Mm-hmm. If the table is like sticky or something, like I don't <laughs> care if you're in the do- like it's still gross. Yeah. Even like kind of divey places. That's that a red. I've been that's a red flag. Still. Keep yeah. it positive. Keep it to green flags. See, that's the problem. That's I knew this was going to challenge me. Um, <laughs> do you want to give any input? Or are you just going to keep making me yes and myself? Oh. Um, um, yeah, I get the. I mean, a lot of my experience <laughs> is like based on what you know, what I did when I worked at Applebee's. Like I always try to be a good employee and a good person that would be Mm -hmm. a green flag and so that's like that biases what i would be looking for if i walked into a restaurant so a big part of it is like okay 
are you greeted? Is there someone there to greet you? Mm-hmm. If the restaurant is busy, like whatever, depending on, again, the kind of restaurant, there are some restaurants where they will certainly have a dedicated greeter of some variety yeah. and others where the servers are doing everything. There's no like host insofar mm-hmm. as eh, one would exist. And so, you know, does someone greet you? Uh, if you're not going to Dick's Last Resort, is the greeting pleasant? Uh, <laughs> um, things like that. I think that, you know, because I spent most of my time at Applebee's as a host, that's one of my biggest things is just like, you know, do, do you feel like, like, is it making a good first impression? Mm-hmm. You know, and if the host doesn't feel like they totally hate themselves, even though, you know, even me, I didn't have a bad time at Applebee's. I definitely hated it at times, though. But mm-hmm. you try and just, you know, do your best. Then I think that that's a very... That just helps grease the skids for anything that might happen in the future. Along similar lines and relating to last week, I think banter with, like, servers or hostesses is a green flag for me. Hmm. Like, if you can have some a bit of banter... That's that's always good. I feel like it means the place or the place or at least the people working at the place have some sort of like personality. Mm-hmm. And that's nice to have. Well, especially if it's um banter or conversation about things that are not just like the restaurant itself. Yeah. You know, I mean it can be it's it's typically safe to keep it around the occasion of what brings you in here and all that sort of stuff and you go from there, but um, I definitely scored points from old ladies by complimenting their purses or jackets or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> you are such a... I don't even no, know how to no, describe I just, it, but you're, you're I tell such them, a... I would tell them, it's, it's like the non-compliment compliment where you say, yeah. oh wow, that, that jacket really reminds me of one that my mom has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you say it with a smile, so they assume that you like the one that your mom has. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, you're such a, like, the type of person, Mark, where I feel like old ladies would always just be like, Oh my gosh, are you single? I have a granddaughter who would be perfect for you. Uh, I don't think I ever got that, but... (laughs) Oh, wow, that really surprises me. I feel like old women would be trying to set you up with their grandchildren. No, they just liked me. Obviously not enough if they're not trying to set you up with their grandchildren. Honestly, that's perfectly fine. (laughs) Oh, does that that not, uh... Not bother you at all? No. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I, yeah, I'm trying to, like, gauge what kind of restaurant I want to I want to keep in my head for this. Yeah. Because, like, there, there are things that are easier to potentially pick up on when it's the kind of restaurant that you're used to going to. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're someone like me, I'm sure you are pretty similar. You go to a fancy restaurant, and you don't go to fancy restaurants that frequently. You're always sort of blown away, unless something mm-hmm. really crazy happens. Like every time I've gone to Fogo de Chao, I am just whisked away into a wonderland of amazing service. Yeah, um, every single time. And I'm sure someone who goes to fancier restaurants or goes to Fogo with like some level of frequency may be able to nitpick between occasions or locations or something like that mm-hmm. but that's how i am with like an applebee's or a buffalo wild wings or that level of restaurant mm-hmm. okay um, of so almost like a you know the casual sit down restaurant 
mm-hmm. uh, because I'm so used to going to those sorts of restaurants. I have like my, I walk into a restaurant and it's like, oh yeah, the servers aren't just, the servers and hosts are not just standing around, you know, like mm-hmm. they are actively working. They are actively making sure that things are clean or whatever, you know, it, it's, and also like, also just like the environment. Like if you walk into a restaurant at dinner time, you expect there to be dinner time activity, mm-hmm. you know, and that's also a green flag. Like busyness is a green flag. <laughs> Yeah, that's a huge one too. Mm-hmm. Like no, and I feel like that one more, is more universal. Like, true. Even if it's like some like really grungy dive bar or something, like if it's busy, that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. And that's general. totally true. Because it means that other people think it's good. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes there anymore. It's too busy. I mean, yes, and they think it's congested in the parking lot because of all the busyness right well that's a it's a yogi bear quote oh okay nobody goes there anymore it's too busy i'm sorry i need to brush up on my yogi bear 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 sorry baseball player oh now it makes more sense who has all the all the paradoxical sayings yes when you reach a fork in the road take it I was about to say, I was like, that. how does that fit with the cartoon character? I don't get this. <laughs> the wisest of the National Park Bears. <laughs> yes. Are there other National Park Bears? Um, Smokey? Oh, is he? Yeah, I guess he is. Pretty sure. He's no, with the isn't he the Forest National Service. Forest Service? That's different. National like, forests okay, and national parks aren't the same thing. Fine, but I don't even know if you what Yogi Bear uh, like or Yogi Bear. Um, what even is his like? Where does he live? What's his he lives deal? In Jellystone. I don't think he's even a real like. Well, I know he's not, but you could associate it. Like he's just a bear, though. At least you know Smokey has official things. Oh, Yogi Bear sign advising young national park visitors not to feed the bears. Nineteen sixty one. Hmm. Google says he's a comic book character. He should be in the next comic book superhero movie. He does appear in numerous comic books. Do you know what's a great word? Anthropomorphic. It is a good word. I love using that word. Anthropomorphic. I, Aaron and I watched uh, Moana for the first time <gasps> Ooh. last night. Have you watched that? I have never seen it. Okay. It's, People say it's, it's good. pretty good. Um, I think it threw me off because even though I should have known that it was just a Disney movie, for some reason in my head I thought it was a Pixar movie, even though it doesn't make sense because it you mm. know has music um, and has mm. a princess. But in some of the some of the humor, it was just like, oh dang it, I wasn't expecting that. Had I just like come into this being like, oh this is Tangled, this is Frozen or whatever, yeah, I would have been more mentally prepared for it the first time through. But it's a pretty good mm. movie. But there are anthropomorphized coconuts. In a certain times. Ooh. Yeah. Aren't there also... I've seen a YouTube video about the anthropomorphized tattoos on one of the uh, characters. And about how, like, they're yes. a great representation of tattoos in pop culture. Um, I don't know what the second part of that sentence is getting at. But there is a tattoo that is sort of... You know how, like, in many cartoons, there's, like, the devil and the angel on the shoulder? Yeah. This character with the tattoo, it's like he's his own devil, and then the tattoo mm. is his angel. 
It's like it's a how, it's how you or could something? Think. Yeah, it is Jiminy Cricket. Okay, I don't know what that means, but yeah. From Pinocchio? Jiminy uh, Cricket? Okay, yeah. Vaguely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a maybe and, right? Sure. I don't want to lie to you. Like, do you want me just to start lying to you? I don't know what... And don't even pretend that you don't shut me down sometimes. Sorry, I got distracted. Wow, I pay full attention to you when we're recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we got <laughs> Savage Chickens by Doug Savage this week. Um, so we've got a bunch of chickens. Uh, one of them takes a, a some sort of... Um, it looks like like a cre. It's it's not like a a crusted top pie though. It's I'm assuming it's like a cream based pie, and is tossing it at the rest of the chickens. Oh, he hits one in the face, and then all the other chickens laugh, and then now we got a crusted top pie. Clearly a crusted top pie that is toasty looking. It is steaming, and he throws it at the uh, the chicken again. Hits the first chicken, and all the other ones go. Arrgh! Oh, and he's wearing a lab coat. I missed that part. Mm-hmm. This, this chicken throwing the pies is wearing a lab coat. And then it goes to the last scene where he is holding his clipboard and writing down, and it shows that he says, cream pie, and then there are boxes next to it for funny and not funny. The funny box is checked. And then fresh baked apple pie, the not funny box is checked. That is a very important observation mm-hmm. that... Fruit pies are not funny to throw in people's faces. Are they Indeed. not funny though? Or... No, no, it's it's not fruit. It's not that it's fruit based. It's that it's I think freshly baked has an aspect to it. The fact that it has a hard crust, uh, but perhaps but banana cream pie is both fruit based and a cream pie. Yeah, but it's like a. Yes. Yeah. When I mean fruit-based pie, like because banana. No, I like, know I what mean, you're saying. I mean a pie with like, like identifiable pieces of fruit. Uh huh. Like when is the last time you had an, uh, a banana cream pie that had like slices of banana to the level that an apple pie does? The better question is when? When was the last time I had a banana cream pie? And I can't say with certainty that I've ever had any. <gasps> Are I've had banana an- cream pie flavored things, oh. <laughs> which just amounts to being banana flavored with dairy. Oh gosh, Are you an um, anti cream pie type of person? No, no, not at all. I'm just saying I've never. Okay. I don't think I've ever had one. I'm sure I'd enjoy it, maybe with a little chocolate too. Ooh, um, yeah. Oh, God. I've, I've probably I had pie. a. So do I. Oh, cake so sucks I. compared to pie. I agree At most me, of the time. There, there are some good cakes, like an ice cream cake, given like the right uh, time of year and the right oh my situation. Gosh, yes. Wait. Can't be killer. I don't want to cut you off or anything, but I'm going to cut you off and everything. Mm-hmm. So I I had an ice cream cake for the first time in like 10 years in, in the past like six months. Mm-hmm. And it was like eye opening because you know how you've got those things from childhood, like certain types of like sweets and cookies that you haven't had for a while and then you have and you're like wow this is so disappointing why did i think this was so amazing <laughs> no yep. ice cream cakes are the opposite of that they totally stand up they're freaking amazing and delicious Agreed. like that's how i feel about choco tacos oh gosh 
I also am so excited because I haven't watched it yet, but there's a a YouTube series about where someone makes like gourmet versions of classic treats and Choco yeah, Taco just, has been the most bon recent a- one. Is this the Bon Appetit? Yes. I, have we channel? talked about this? No, I just, I know people who watch it and I've heard lots about it. Yes. So I'm excited to watch the Choco Tacos. Yeah. Just because I feel like they could real, really throw Claire for a loop and it's funny when she struggles with stuff. Sorry, Claire. I don't know. I feel like it's a it's a straightforward thing. Yeah. Get your waffle cone, except the waffle cone has to be in the shape of a taco shell. And then you put some ice cream in it and some chocolate topping, and then you make that fancier. Yeah, except, like, because if you're trying to make it, like, OG gourmet, like, but then when you freeze it, like, I've never had a choco taco, so mm-hmm. I just feel like the prospect of, like, making a homemade waffle cone that doesn't start to, like, get mushy and gross when you combine it with ice cream and then freeze it? Well, you let the waffle cone sit. Like, places like Ben and Jerry's make their own waffle cones. You can watch them do it. Yeah, but, like, they don't then, like, because they they then put ice cream in the cone and then you eat it. Mm Mm-hmm. No, so I feel like we've, I'm sure we've addressed this. You've never actually had a Choco Taco, right? I just, yeah, I said that. Yeah, the waffle cone is not particularly crunchy. And so, anyway. my thing is, if you're trying to make a gourmet <laughs> one, I feel like that's probably one of the goals, is to make it like be like it's got a nice waffle cone. Well, I suppose you'll find out when you watch the video, and you can report I'm, back I'm sure what, I will. What, the, what the standards of gourmet were for yeah. such an endeavor. Yeah. By the way, update on ginger beer. I have purchased ah, right. ginger. because Excellent. Last time I went grocery shopping within the past week, they suddenly had restocked their ginger and they had like really good looking ginger. Like mm. it was like some damn checking out that ginger. Yeah. It's a yeah. good start. It's a good start to have ginger if you want to make ginger ale or ginger beer. So I'm 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 gonna be getting that was supposed to be this weekend and I just remembered that I have the ginger. Mm. So it'll be an early next week probably deal, hopefully. Gotcha. Very exciting. Yes. I look forward to future updates. Excellent. And perhaps some ginger ale in the mail if it turns out well. Yes. I'll pay for shipping. <laughs>